Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. I'm sitting in an empty room, laughing my ass off to trick my dead self that I had a great life. <laughs> on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Who'll come first on the wedding night? <laughs> the wedding night. <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, in 10 years, my kid's going to be nine. And if he's anything like me, he's going to need braces for his legs because his dick's so big. Welcome to Plotty Time. I did that one already. <laughs> no way! <Yeah. laughs> well, it, that's another chance for the fans to send in for, I don't know, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bubble tape. We'll send them a thing of bubble tape. Oh, yeah, for anybody. Uh, absolutely. So uh, let's just get right into it. Start with <laughs> Dr. Scientist. What have you been playing? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? What's going on with you? What have I been watching? Not a whole hell of a lot, actually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I did watch the new Prey movie. Oh, uh, Hulu. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> it's all right. I wasn't a huge fan of Predators anyway, or any of the movies, but... <laughs> Why'd you watch it? I don't know. It was something to watch. Something to watch. Fair enough. I love the Predator movies, except for... Prey. <laughs> <laughs> I love Prey. I thought Prey was great. I liked it a lot it better than the AVP ones. Yeah, yeah, fair. Do you actually consider those Aliens movies or Predator movies? Yeah. Why not? I mean, I, there, I, there's a Predator in it. Oh, good point. Good point. I completely forgot that there was a Predator movie like three years ago. Was there? That Robert Rodriguez did, and it wasn't good, and I saw it, and I don't remember anything about it. I didn't even know it existed. What's it called? I think it's just Predators. Predators. I think so. Olivia Munn's in it, and uh, Keegan-Michael Key's in it. Sounds mm. familiar. Yeah, and it wasn't good. I don't know how it's not good with... There's other people in it, too, as well, but... Is that the one they go to their planet? No, that's that's the one with... Uh, what's his name? The English Patient. Hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, well, we're getting in. That's the one where they go and they become, and it turns out they're all like prolific killers. That one. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Not that one. This was a different one. I'm lost, and it's me talking. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was was getting on my predator horse. You go ahead. Um, I started rewatching Warehouse 13. If I'm sure none of you. Yeah, I've still never seen it, but I hear good things. Yeah, it is good. How many seasons is that show? Five. Oh, okay. It's like The Expanse. You can knock it out. I, I watch like, well, it's not like The Expanse because I've seen them before, so I don't have to listen to them. I can just have them oh, okay. in the background. But it's, it's a fantastic show. I really like it. It's kind of like, well, I was going to say it's kind of like Haven, but it's not really. It's its own thing. Yeah. It's like an X-Files, but it's it, it, it's a It's a sci-fi <laughs> fantasy type thing like Haven was. Okay, yeah, is yeah. is it like the the clips I see and the stuff like that? It looks like it's more like youth centric, like it's very rated G, young adult ish. Yeah, am I wrong about that? I mean, it's or is... just like any other show that was on, I think network it was television. Yeah, just cable appropriate type stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, there's a little people die all the time, but they don't really show it. It's not gory. It's not gory, and there's no curse words. Yeah. Oh well, okay. Who wants to see it? <laughs> right. <laughs> just kidding. I do. All right. Okay. And uh, I finished up Sandman on Netflix. Oh, yeah. How was it? Fantastic. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I looked at it. 
the, there's an 11th episode, which is kind of just like a bonus thing that doesn't have anything to do with the, the 10 major episodes, but hmm. I'm hoping they get made for a second season, but yeah, but who knows, man? Yeah. I didn't see it. So nothing makes sense anymore is streaming now that whatever HBO max is doing over there. Oh, yeah. I mean, we tried to figure it out. It's very confusing. Yeah. But I don't get it. So good stuff is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. If you enjoyed the comics, you'll love it. If you didn't read the comics, you'll probably still like it. Right. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. What did I play? Mm. I uh, finished up Chris Tales, which I'm sure you neither of you remember. Oh, yeah. Like as a game, or are you talking about it? Both. No, I don't. You're right. I don't know why <laughs> I asked that question. You're right. Uh, it's just a game where you play like a, a, a young kid, and apparently you have time powers, and you can, when you're fighting enemies, you can like make them oh, older. Oh, you can make them older. older, and, older yeah, yeah. You go through all of it. And yeah. It was all right. As far as like a small indie game, the story was pretty good. Gameplay was fun. I enjoyed it. Cool. Okay. Cool. Kind of long. I don't. No, I didn't platinum it because there was one annoying trophy. Just one. Yeah. Psh. You have to beat it in five hours. No, there's like, there's one type of enemy. Which I mean, it's a classic fantasy enemy, a slime. And there's like, right. there's like six different versions in the game, and there's a trophy for beating twenty of each of them. Uh, and, just farming shit. Yeah, I would have to farm. One is like a rare spawn, and mm. it like every three turns it changes what it is. So like, it's a white slime, but if you fight it. It can turn itself into a red slime, and if you kill it while it's a red slime, it doesn't count towards the white slime thing. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so you'd have to wait until it turns back to the white slime and it changes. And... Boo. Yeah, I thought, F this. I ain't Papa Scotch. <laughs> yeah, true. You're not. <laughs> so true. And then I downloaded 20 games and spent three, hour, or three hours just getting 30 platinums like Papa Scotch. It was inspired. No, I didn't do that. Nah, uh, damn it. I thought this was going to be a contest this year. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how close I am by the end of the year. Maybe at the end, I'll just go on a rampage. Maybe. Take off of work. I don't remember what the beginning of the year ones, though, were. Do you have the, the picture? Yes, I do. You have to send it to me so we can keep an interesting December. Oh, December to remember. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> the only way I have a chance is if you don't know how close you are, <laughs> how far ahead you are of me, because you're just going to play a whole bunch of stupid games like that, and then yeah, I can't absolutely. keep up. Well, yeah. That's how you, you win just, things. Just give me this year. You won the last two. Just give me one. Yeah, but it was a double or nothing. Oh, that's right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what the first one was. Here, I'll tell it to you now. You started the year with 11,107, and I think you're at like 20, almost 13,000 this year. 22. That'd be sick. No, it's not that crazy. <laughs> no, he's close to like 1,500 trophies so far this year or something. I'm at... <sighs> 12, 626. Yeah, you got 1,500 so far. Shit's weak. That's what cool guys do. Yeah, and I'm about... Shit's weak? Is that what you just said? <laughs> I'm about 700 behind him. Uh-oh. What was, what was your original number? Uh, 13, He's 996. Made, I don't know what I have now. He Maybe. just subtracted 2,000. <laughs> Maybe I have 1,000. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I knew uh, just overall numbers, you're still well yeah. ahead of me. Yeah, oh, you're still you, You've made a huge dent so far. Freak. That's because I've been cheating. Or, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't say cheating, but it's definitely not honest. Like, yeah, it's as honest as getting any trophy is. Yeah, you played the games, yeah, man. Why don't, why don't you tell us what other bullshit you did this week, Papa Scotch, while you were trying to farm platinums? Well, thanks for asking. Might as well start with games while we're talking about it. I farmed 94 platinum. No, I'm kidding. I didn't farm, farm any <laughs> platinums. Uh, I've just been fucking chipping away at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's not drawn in i don't know how i feel about it mm. i want to finish it before i have like a concrete view of it is the gameplay get repetitive yeah it's pretty repetitive like you you play as peter quill 
and that's the only person you ever play as. So you have this dynamic team, but you only ever use one of them. And then part of your fights, you can select one of your teammates and then have them do a certain out of four moves and then they'll attack somebody with that move and you just are basically controlling the whole team yeah like mass effect i think we had this conversation before yeah it's like uh you're quarterbacking basically and uh it's like it works great it this like it sounds fantastic it looks real good it's just like there's so much dialogue and so much talking and then there's a fight and then there's dialogue and walking and talking and then there's a fight and there's dialogue and walking and talking so like and an you're always with the team. But so far, there's never been a moment where you're like separated or just with one person. Yeah. It's always all of you, which I guess isn't bad. I don't know. I got I to gotta play it, finish it up, and then right we'll see how I feel about it. Right. But that's all I really play. I mean, I played some Call of Duty zombies, but that doesn't count. We're past that. Yeah, that's over with. So what did I watch? Well, we discussed Prey. So that was, I really liked that. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to start with the movie I hated the most this week, which was, have you guys seen The Field Guide to Evil? Oh, I got like halfway through it. Yeah, it was not good. I thought it'd be an interesting look at like different countries version of horror because it's like an anthology movie. Oh, yes, yes. And it was just the tones i'm not saying the tones all have to be the same but they were so wildly different mm-hmm. it, it's just i didn't care for it i don't think this uh, the stories are i don't know i didn't watch half of it so the first half kind of turned me off so i can't even imagine that's fine it was more of the same mm. i understand i completely understand turning it off halfway through mm. uh but i also watched another movie on netflix that i really did not care for and <laughs> It's getting really positive reviews. I watched Day Shift with Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I've wanted I to watch almost that. watched that. I, I almost <laughs> did it, too. I really didn't like it, like, at all. You just hate Jamie Foxx. Well, that's... No, I don't hate Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Jamie Foxx is good in it. Uh, the fight scenes are awesome. Like, they're really good. Because mm. the, the guy that directed it was a former stuntman. So that's... He fucking nailed that. I'll tell you that right now. Right. But other than that, like, it was just... It's all about Jamie Foxx being, like, a pool guy by day and a vampire hunter by night. Right. And the he needs to get money. And this whole motivation is he's, like, estranged from his wife and he has a girl, a little girl. And she's like, look, we're estranged. I'm thinking about moving back to Florida because they're in California. Mm-hmm. And with with my parents and he's like and she's like, we don't have the tuition for school. We don't have money for her braces. So it was like eight grand or something like that. And she's like, look, I guess we're moving to Florida. I don't know what else to do. And he's like, give me a week to get the money. And she's like, "Okay." Okay. like you were just like she was fixing up the house to sell it. And she made this decision to move to Florida. And and she's like, all right, well, if you get the money, then everything's fine. (laughs) <laughs> if you get the money, we just put this mo- money into this house, and so yeah. it's a nicer house now. So yeah, it's, it's that was the not even close to the dumbest part of the whole thing. Like right. you could you could make money by ripping out vampire fangs and selling them. Makes sense. And there's like different types of vampires. Like there's a type that can be decapitated, but it won't die. It just puts its head back on, which is kind of cool. I'm telling you guys, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, somehow I, this movie was still very bad because it turned into a buddy cop movie. Like halfway through yeah that's what it seemed like yeah that's kind of why i didn't watch it and and like the the bumbling straight guy who's supposed to be an idiot who and the joke is he pees his pants every time there's a vampire anywhere near him is dave franco yeah yeah that's what kind of yeah he just he oozes like jock confidence and he's supposed to be like this timid office guy it didn't work didn't work for me yeah that's fair uh, so I didn't care for the movie at all. I really liked the world it was set in. I'd like to see more of that, but for the most part, it was really dumb. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of dumb, I watched Slacks. Oh, you thought it was dumb? No, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was dumb, but in the best way. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like, it was a lot of fun. It was real dumb. But it was great. I, I thought it was great. I will watch that again someday. Right? How many and, times do you get to see pants kill somebody? Yeah, like, brutally kill somebody. <laughs> like, it was gnarly. Like, it got teeth and ate somebody. It was fucking sick. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. It was, it was great. And then I watched Grabbers. That was the other thing. I ah, fantastic, oh, right? I really liked I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Right. Like, I saw the trailer, and I'm like, this will be okay. And then I watched it, I'm like, that was pretty good. <laughs> but uh, that's all I watched and played. How about you there? Sir Trump Slap. What's up? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, let's see. Didn't play much. I played Finish Stray. Oh, yeah? Yeah. By the How end of it? it, I was just like, all right, let's get it over with. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know what you mean. There's only so many things a cat can do. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> how long was it? Like, how long is this campaign we're talking here? Well, I put 10 hours into it. And a lot of that was just walking around, doing nothing. Gotcha. And restarting and playing shit over again. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, probably eight hours. Actually, I think there's a trophy to beat it in five or something. So Gotcha. Eight hours, though, and it still felt long? Hmm. I don't know. I was just bored with it by the end. It just... More of the same. You don't yeah. really change scenery. But then the very end was cool when you get, get outside. But you know, And you become a cat god? No, you just oh. go back to your family. Or you try... Well, that's the whole idea. Just to go back outside. To your, to your cat family or your... Yeah, you're just hanging out with a cat family in the beginning and then you fall. Oh. And you fall into this fucking underground building area. I don't know. It's pretty good. I don't know. Give it a play. It doesn't take much time at all. So, And, and it's free. I mean... Yeah, exactly. Why not? But I uh, watched some movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I watched Prey. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yep, didn't, yep. I didn't like it. I mean, it was okay, but the whole okay. idea, why did it on, Why did the Predator only have that one weapon, A, and yeah, pretty much why that? So I think, not to play Predator or Prey apologist here, but I think it was because they were still evolving with Yeah, yeah I figured that was, I was like... People. They, he want, they want to have equal footing on the weapons, maybe. Yeah, that's why they turn invisible. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was like. Yeah, but they're invi- invisible, so it's stupid. And it's it was weird seeing like the three laser dot sights, but then throwing arrows. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was the Predators have had guns. They've had all this stuff, but they're like, well, it's not really an even fight if we give you lasers and shit. So. Yeah, but they've. Oh, but it's an even fight to be invisible. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Also, if that's the case and the Predator race is evolving and doesn't have the same technology we do in later Predator movies, then you pretty much have to ignore Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Like entirely. Yeah, that's what I mean. It didn't make any sense. And then it all comes down to, oh, she's invisible because she took that fucking drug. Mm-hmm. The flower drug, yeah. It's all about being stealthy. Wow. Great. Fucking <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> like, like I said, it was just as good as every other Predator movie. <laughs> What are you talking about? Oh, you might be right. Whatever. Hey, I still loved it, but hey, to each their own. You thought it was just as good as every other Predator movie, too. <laughs> I thought it was better than Predator 2, but not Predator 1. Fair. I mean, Predator 1. Jesus Predator Christ, 1, that's yeah. A classic. I mean, it's okay. Anyway. <laughs> it is Jesse Ventura in it. How could it be bad? Yeah. It's oh, two future governors, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? That's crazy. I wonder how many movies have that in. No, I don't think there are any others. It'll have to be something with Ronald Reagan or somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. But then I watched uh, something we brought up 
couple episodes ago. Jury duty. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking sucked. It, uh, don't even. It's, it's no Biodome. No. Biodome's way better. <laughs> I, I assumed that. <laughs> I remember seeing it when it came out when I was 13 and, and being like, that was pretty good. So I can't imagine... <laughs> I can't imagine what I'd think now if I watched it again. I'd uh, rather watch In the Army now, because at least that has Lori Petty in it. Yeah, this one had fucking... There was one other... Samuel L. Jackson. No, there was another name. Michael Crichton. Carrera. Oh. From oh, Wayne's World? Yeah, yeah. Right. I think that was her. From Wayne's World fame. But anyway, to get that taste out of my mouth, I had to watch My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> A way better courtroom comedy. Won one more Oscar. Sure, <laughs> did. sure did. Fucking A, man. And then I watched, uh, let's see, Sonic 2, the new Sonic movie. Uh, how, I didn't see either of them. How are they? Uh, they're not terrible. I like them because Benny Schwa does the voices of Sonic. Sure, sure. So I guess Benny that's, that's probably, if he didn't do the voice, I don't know if I'd watch him. There's no way you would have. No. But then this one, Knuckles is in it. And he's voiced by Idris Elba. It didn't make... It fucking... That's an interesting choice. I thought it was a terrible choice. I was like, that's fucking stupid. I don't want to watch another Sonic movie ever again. <laughs> Elba? Yeah. That I, See, in my mind, Tail or Knuckles was always like, yeah, a sidekick. Now but if you ever asked me... Well, there's also Tails, but... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess he does become a sidekick at the end, but he's the enemy in the beginning. I just... Huh. It doesn't fit. It didn't work. You know what I mean? If you would ask me right now if Knuckles' voice is supposed to be high or supposed to be low, I don't think in a billion years I'd pick a low voice. Really? I, I would think that was that would be my first choice. I'd be lower yeah. than Benny Schwa, but... I'd have Gilbert Gottfried as Sonic. <laughs> I love it. Maybe I'm just getting it confused with Tails. Who knows? Yeah, Tails is like really high pitch, you know? Yeah. But then Knuckles, the, the pink one. All right, all right. Let's do our cast here. I want Gilbert Gottfried to do Sonic. <laughs> I'm Perfect. sold. I want the guy who was no, 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 Booger no. to do Tails. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> All right. And for Knuckles, I want it to be. Hmm, this is Say a it. tough one. Say it. I know. Come on. Let me let me send it. Luis to you, my Guzman. <laughs> Oh, that was good, but I was going to say uh, the other one you always say. Oh, my God. I just lost it. I have no idea who you're talking about. Bobcat Goldway. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's dead. Is he? He's not I dead. Don't know. <laughs> he just directed a movie. <laughs> You're always telling, telling me people are dead. I'm like, really? I don't want to Google it, so I'll just take your word for it. I mean, I'm not staring at the news all the time. I don't know. Maybe he did. Yeah. No. I don't no, know what the fuck's out going there, on. Still kicking. He's 60 years old. Not even that old. Hmm. Yeah, that would be a good. Bobcat Goldthwait, Booger, and I can't remember who I had Sonic now. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey, come on. <laughs> That's right. a ridiculous voice cast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. That would be great. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But that, oh, I watched Jumper too, but you know. That's a fun sometimes movie. It was okay. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, I mean, you don't watch it for it to make sense. Well, you wanted the story to be somewhat coherent. It's just, I don't know. I would say, I think that's. That'd be my superpower, the jumper superpower. If I uh, could pick one, that, that would be fucking cool. sweet. Yeah, you never have to deal with an airport ever again. Yeah, the whole time you're watching the movie, you're like, yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like take people with him as well? I don't, I don't know if he no, ever. No, he can take things with him though. Oh, oh, okay. Obviously, because he takes his clothes and stuff. Yeah, I think he can jump with people. Interesting. Yeah, if they jump in while he jumps. 
If he can, if he can he just like him. hug him or something mm. and jump with him. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. He jumps with the bully the one time and puts him in the uh, bank safe and then leaves him there. Overnight. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's jumper. Sure, sure. Fantastic. That's all. That's all you got. That's all I got. That's all I got to see. Well, then I guess we'll go ahead and move to video game news. Let's start. Ooh, what's in the news? I hope uh, it's a lot because this is the only time I ever get it. I know, right? Is Bobcat still alive? <laughs> <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwaite's still alive. Oh, thank God. As of recording. I have a couple news pieces and I have a bunch of video game news releases. Which one do you want to hear first? The, the less funny one. <laughs> Okay, then we'll talk about the serial stuff, which is apparently Microsoft is accusing Sony of blocking games from Game Pass. How? They're saying that PlayStation is preventing developers from adding games to the subscription service by paying them money or threatening them. Well, that sounds like capitalism at its best. Oh, that's, yeah, that sounds like uh, don't go on Game Pass if you want your game on our platform. Isn't that like the whole battle back and forth bullshit? (laughs) They're doing capitalism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? It'd just be like, hey, you can publish with us and you could put your game on PlayStation, but the deal is you can never put your game on Game Pass. Yeah, it sounds like something. It sounds like something Microsoft would do. It's going to be like a clause yeah. in most contracts now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But then Microsoft's just pissed they didn't do it first. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not saying it's great either way. It's just yeah. not really surprising. No, I don't see how there could be legal ramifications for it yeah exactly it's not like they're breaking legs and shit are they maybe i hope so maybe i don't know i don't know what's going on out west you know it could be could be anything it's It's like like the wild west it's like here's a picture of your kid with today's newspaper don't go on fucking game (laughs) (laughs) awesome we know where your kid goes to school (laughs) and then here's a piece that uh we're gonna throw it back a little bit destiny 2 news what I just thought this was really funny, and I wanted to get your guys' takes. There is a a person that makes cheats for Destiny 2. Yes, I've heard of this. They are going to subpoena Valve, PayPal, and others in a legal fight against Bungie, believing that they should be able to make the aim junkies cheat for Destiny 2. (laughs) How do they expect to win that? I don't know. They're claiming that aim junkies uh, had their copyright infringed. I don't. It's okay. block blocking. Is it because they're blocking people from using it? So originally, Destiny Bungie they sued this person to stop selling cheats, and yeah. they their whole case for the suit was saying that their software caused harm. Well, yeah, right. Seems yeah. like it'd be possible. And then I think that got thrown out of court. Okay. So so then now they're firing back and saying that well they don't really have any legal ground to stand on. I just thought the balls of a cheat maker being like no. <laughs> yeah. No, I should be allowed to sell things that make people cheat at the game you made. Yeah, and I should be allowed to do it Yeah, ramification-free. Yep. So it looks like they're going to go to arbitration, but I just think that's just wild. Yeah, balls on this guy. <laughs> right? And then also there was news released that the PlayStation 5 DualSense Edge controller is oh, going to be coming Oh, shit. Out. Ooh, Edge. to drop $200 on that, baby. Ugh, I'm going to do it, which sucks. I know, me too. I still haven't found it. I'm waiting for the color colored versions you can buy a ps5 right now at PlayStation. yeah but yeah so stop fucking saying you're waiting well no, i didn't say that now i don't think it's worth the 500 dollars. that's just dumb so it's what would you it. say to someone who now owns two of them i had it a thousand dollars i had it in my cart and then i was like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I had it in my cart and i said what the fuck am i doing and then i saw hey 
you can spend $50 for the pink cover. And I'm like, yep, sold. And I, <laughs> bought it. I still, I don't know. I, I thought I had it in my cart and I looked at it and I'm like, there isn't even a game I'd play on it. Yes, there is. No, there's not. You not, play that's Ratchet not a, and Crank, Crank. That's the only one. It's well, not worth $500. Well, then don't fucking say it's not a game. <laughs> I said it's not worth it. I did also purchase Ratchet and Clank. I got it for free with the credit card points from PlayStation. Nice. Got to give that a shot eventually. But yeah, I'm going to buy a controller. I'm going to say I'm not going to, and I'm going to say there's no point, and I'm going to say it's way too expensive, and then I just, I'm just going to buy it. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm comfortable with who I am now. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. I'm not fucking worried about paying, dropping two bills on a controller. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the, the, the first one, the DualSense came out, and they're like, it's going to be 70 fucking bucks, and I'm like, you guys are out of your fucking mind. If you one. think I'm going to spend $70 on a controller, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Five controllers later, Jesus. I uh, ate those words real good. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, no. I, I bought that other place. Now I have six. I have six controllers. Oh, uh, that doesn't count buying a whole place. Do you want one? I don't need six of them. That's just ridiculous. I don't know if I need a new one. <laughs> at most, you need two. But I'll take one if you're giving them away. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Yeah. I, at most, you need two. Yeah. <laughs> And that's if you have friends that visit you and want to play. Well, I'm which... thinking if you play long enough for your controller to die. Yeah. Just to refresh. Oh, yeah. Friends to play? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. That I was mean, ridiculous. four at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my end dies pretty much every day. Yeah. Every time I play for a couple hours, it's low battery by the time I turn it off. So I have to reset. <laughs> every time I play it. for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. No, it really is like that. Well, if you I put mean, on they used the... to last like a couple days doing that, you know? I don't know if mine ever did. It would be like... A PS4 controller did. Oh, PS4, yeah. yeah. Dude, plus the PS3 ones? Get, give me a break. Those things lasted like a week. Yeah, they were wired right into the thing. <laughs> no, that <laughs> was two. Three. Two was, yeah. <laughs> the, but uh, yeah, I've, I'll, I'll grab a controller off the charger. I'll play for like... Or I'll have my PlayStation on. I'm not exactly playing for four straight hours. Yeah. And then by the end, it's like one bar. And if yeah. I try to play the next day, I'll get like two hours and it'll say, you need to charge this. Right. Yeah, it does seem like it goes really fast. I honestly think PlayStation 4, I've had maybe once or twice a controller completely died on me. And it, like, stopped the game and went back to the yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. It fucking happens all the time on PlayStation 5. It's happened, like, ten times so far. Mm -hmm. I hear you, bro. But anyway, let's get into new video games that are coming out. Because GamesCon happened, and a lot of shit is now coming. And I think Ooh. the biggest game that yeah. we're all excited for, we're going to all pre-order... Killer Clowns from Outer Space is coming on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Uh, I'm listening. What's it like? Yeah, that's what I want to If know. it's an RPG, I'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an RPG, but holy fuck do I want a goddamn Killer Clowns from Outer Space RPG. Oh, you get to be pick your own clown? It is Okay, I don't know. Let me, let me read this for you. If it's like a fighting game, I'm not going to get it. It's yeah. not fighting. It's going to be the cult 1988 B-movie is being transformed into a 7v3 competitive online experience. Oh. I know, I know. I'm not buying it now either. Where you'll either <laughs> need to team up with pals as either killer clowns or hapless humans. That's dumb. Yeah, because at most I could be the three killer clowns. I don't think I could find more than two friends. I know. When are okay. they going to stop making these kind of games? I'm going to say... Don't buy it for you guys. You two. I'm not telling yeah, anybody yeah. what to do with their Obviously. money, but you guys don't buy it, but at, just check out the trailer on YouTube because it looks fun as shit. I will. I'm not saying you should still buy it, but is it, it does Is it fun. just like Dead by Daylight or games like that, but with clowns? Yeah, the multi, what do they call it? Multilateral, multiplayer, like yeah, Back for Blood, like that. that whole like thing. Like Left yeah. for Dead, yeah. 
Yeah, it's the same thing. Which I'm fine with those games existing, but you got to make it so I'm I not. can at least enjoy it by myself. Yeah, it's got to be playable. Now you need fucking 10 people to do it. I want to go back and play more Evil Dead. I heard there was another patch. Yeah. That made the game a little bit easier because it was brutally difficult by yourself. Mm-hmm. But I still, like, I'm not rushing to play it. And I love that. That game is fucking cool as shit, but it's multilateral. And I'm like, mm. yeah, I hear you. Plus, that game was kind of bullshit because there was levels and stuff you have to do that are pretty impossible. Not impossible, but extremely difficult to do by yourself without team members. So it's it you need people to play. Yeah. That's such bullshit. I agree. But you'll also be happy to know that Dead Island 2 has finally gotten a release date. I already thought there was two Dead Wasn't Island there? games. <laughs> That's but a fair Dead Island question. Riptide. Oh, yes, there was Dead Island and then Dead Island Riptide. And now this is the second installment, the number two. Dead Island 2. Comes out February 3rd, 2023. And it had been in development hell for about a decade, they said. I might play that i liked Dead island i did too i don't I know i tried playing it. it again and i couldn't get into it yeah but that's like all games like that where the story's not great and you don't feel like doing all the fucking missions again it's just one of those games dead island was one of those games where it came out and i'm like this looks fun enough and i played it and i enjoyed it but i was like i don't know if it's it like it wasn't a super memorable amazing video game experience you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it wouldn't make my top 10 of the last 20 years or top 20 even but it was fun yeah, I hear that. And then NHL 23 finally got news and has a release oh, date. Thank I know Christ. everybody. Well, it's it's going to be on so the cover? hard. Uh, Trevor Zegras and Sarah Nurse from Team Canada. Mm-hmm. First time a woman's on the cover, so that's pretty pretty big. Ooh, I'm going to get signed by her. You don't even know who she is. I'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's coming out. Unfortunately for me, I mean, guys, my October is going to be busy because it comes out the same day as Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2K23. Oh, uh, man. Postpone the wedding. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'll be busy. You didn't tell me what you thought of my audition. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's, you're right. It was something. <laughs> I, I've got more notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm still processing it. All right. And then also in video game news, there's going to be a new Tales from the Borderlands on October 21st. I heard that. Yeah, I heard a while ago, but now I guess they got a date for it, huh? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like I'm Borderlands'd out from all the Borderlands I've done in my life. I know. I figured like I wanted to play the new new fucking Borderlands, but I Well, the, t- the Tiny Tina one. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, eh. Yeah. It, it's the three of us combined played Borderlands 2 for like, I'm going to be conservative and say six years combined. <laughs> we played I, it I played so right. I played Borderlands 1 for about two years before I played Borderlands 2 for three years, yeah. six years. We played the fuck out of those games. And by the time Tiny Tita came out, all three of us are like, eh. Yeah. You're also forgetting all the time we played Borderlands 3. Yeah, true. <laughs> there was a lot of that too. I didn't even play the DLC. It got me. I Neither had Borderlands I. fatigue before that came out. Yeah, I played some of them. I think I might have paid the first DLC for it, but... Mm. Yeah. And Borderlands is fantastic. It's just such a but yeah, that's uh all I got for video game news slash stuff. <laughs> How about we get into it? How about we get into this amazing game? Alright, tell us where we're going. Do it already. Lead us on our journey. Uh the game we're talking about, as you can tell by the episode description, is called Rule of Rose. Whoa, this one's for you, Doug. <laughs> you Doug yeah, what's and up, Skeeter? Doug? <laughs> A ex- insanely expensive game if you try to find yeah, it. Yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. That's like what it's known for. Yeah, it's like one of the most, the holy grails of PlayStation So you bought it, Papa Scotch? No, I'm, I'm not about to drop 
I think the cheapest one I saw that was used was like 600, 550, 600. Ah, I yeah, saw one, but you bought another PlayStation. I saw I know, right? A Japanese version for 260 on eBay. Well, those are a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it came out in January 19th, 2006 in Japan, and then nine months later in North America. So apparently they weren't sure if it would fly in North America, so they were very limited. It was a very limited Well, they also weren't allowed to sell it in Europe and the PAL. Was it banned, or was it just tried to be banned? I'm pretty sure it's banned. That's why it's rare. That's a good question. But uh, number one song in the country on January nineteenth, two thousand six. This is one I never. I don't think I've ever heard this song. Pharrell Happy. Mm-hmm. No, two thousand six. <laughs> You're not allowed to say unless it's twenty twelve. That's the year. <laughs> oh, is it? Yep. Right. Or is it twenty fourteen? Whatever. Well, it's close. Anything it's not within twenty six. Yeah. Anything before twenty ten, I won't say it. Okay. I can't guarantee that. Um, I'm just the the only clue I have is there's a lyric that says rob the jewelry store and tell them make me a grill gold digger. No, but I appreciate you. I have no idea, sir. It's Grills by Nelly featuring Paul Wall, Ali, and Gip. Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul yes. Wall. Rest his soul. Paul Wall the re- Isn't there also a Paul Wall that plays basketball? There's two Paul Walls, right? I don't know. There's a wall. I didn't even know there was one. There's a wall, Paul. <laughs> I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. All right, and then the number one movie in the country, uh, it's a sequel to a vampire versus werewolves franchise. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Twilight. No, but good guess. Underworld. Oh, oh, what's the sequel? What's the sequel? I have no idea. Rise of the Lycan. No, I think that's the third one. Underworld Evolution. Ah, is number yes, two. yes. And then this day in history, January 19th, 1951, Joseph Stalin proclaims the Soviet Union has the atomic bomb. Were they telling the truth? We'll never no. know. <laughs> anyway, it was released for PlayStation 2, developed by Punchline, published in Japan by SCEA, Sony, and then published by Atlas Group in the USA. Atlas mm. usually makes great games. I hear this is a good one. Single player survival horror. Chump slap, you picked it. So lead us into this extremely confusing narrative and tell us what it's all about. <laughs> Doug picked it. and Thanks, Doug. <laughs> I, ne- I mean, overall, it was a positive experience. I'm glad Doug showed us yeah, this. Yeah, I never even knew about it, and it's pretty interesting. No, no. So... Let's say the game starts with a bunch of flashes of what happens later in the game, and then it goes to the intro. And there's a woman named Jennifer. She's riding on a bus. This little boy comes up. He's like, here, read this story. So she reads a little shit. She reads the story, and the kid runs off, runs off the bus. And she's like, get the fuck back here. He runs off that bus. Yeah. So she gives chase. Wait, first off, if that ever happened to you, would you chase after the kid? No. Neither would I. I, I might throw the book back out the window. Oh, like, there I, you go. And the garbage is where it would go. <laughs> the garbage on the bus, so he definitely is never going to see yeah. it again. Boom. So the bus leaves. Oh, and now she reads the story. And it's about a little girl whose parents die. She loses her best friend. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, that's weird. So now she's at this mansion or like large building. She doesn't know what it is. She walks around to a rickety shed. She finds a dog collar. And... She finds a boarding pass that was looks like it was written by a child. So she's like, okay, I, I hold on to this, I guess. Yeah. This seems like it might be relevant. Yeah. And then the boy shows up again. She follow, She starts following him again. Just like a fucking real weirdo. Yeah. And the kid brings her to this house. There's a bunch of kids in paper bags beating the shit out of a fucking bloody sack. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, what? Really? 
really going to town on that. Yeah. I had a nickel. It was very disturbing. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go into this fucking creepy ass house and find out what these weird ass kids are doing. So she goes in. She finds a creepy doll that's tied to a pillar in something called the filth room. Uh, you don't have a filth room? No. I assume Should that I? was a translation thing. Like a mudroom. A mudroom is right inside the door before you yeah. get into the house. This was in the basement. That I think it was just the room where they kept all the cleaning supplies and shit. Oh, maybe. That's what I gathered from the rest of the story later on. But the boy's in this house, so she's still following him around. She doesn't say a word. Maybe she says something, but it's not in the English version. And she follows him to the attic. And he's on some weird fucking like altar thing. Mm-hmm. That ha- and there's all these candles burning. There's fucking, it's a very big fire hazard. And he's like, read the fucking book. <laughs> so you're reading the book and then there's this part about a funeral. You're like, what the fuck, a funeral? And boom, the boy disappears. So you're like, okay. You go outside. There's a grave there. You're digging it up. There's a coffin. Which is the first thing I do when I see graves. Yeah. Because she's like, the kids must have buried that bloody fucking sack in there. And I want to know what the fuck's in it. it. could be another kid. We got Someone's got to look into this. Yeah. Let's not call the cops. <laughs> so she's digging up this grave. Kids come over. They pour water on her. Like, why didn't she stop them? Why didn't she fucking stand up and smack them or anything? I don't know. She's getting bullied by a bunch of children here. Yeah, that is a common thing. The common theme in this game. Yes, she's very non-confrontational. Let's say which I until think she that has was... to fight things. Yeah. Well, well, we'll discuss theories later. Yeah. So they pour water on her, and then there's a flight announcement. Like the flight is going to take off now. Blah blah blah. Kids push her into the coffin that she fucking dug up, close it, and they start walking walking it somewhere. And I guess she passes out when she's in the coffin because then she comes to. And she's tied to a pole in the middle of a room. I was so fucking confused. Oh, it's very confusing. <laughs> like, I didn't understand anything. I had to go read the wiki, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then it made a little more sense. Yeah. But, man. It was yeah, there's a lot of newspaper clippings and journal entries that weren't in the video that I watched that you can read that give you a whole backstory that wasn't in the video. Yeah. But I'll get to that later. Okay. Okay, good. That's so... Cool. She's tied to a pole. She hears a voice over the PA, and it's like, hey, you got to find a gift for the Aristocrat crack Club. The Aristocats. The Aristocat Club. Every month or you'll die. And you're like, okay, that's weird. And apparently it's the voice of the boy that she was following. And yeah, he's, sure. and he's quote, unquote, the prince of this Aristocat Aristocrat <laughs> Club fucking A. The damn scientist. He's in your head now. I know. So she goes to this weird door. I actually called it the Arista Brat Club. Oh, nice. <laughs> Snap, you got him. Got good. So she goes to this door, and there's the Aristocrat Club. The Red Let's just call them the club. Yeah. All right. Okay, sure. There's, sure. A, there's a box there, and it's asking for a butterfly. And then she can get inside to, to the club. So she's like, okay, I'll fucking look around this airship that she just happens to be on now and find a butterfly yeah i i the first time i was watching this i didn't pick up that she wasn't in the mansion anymore so imagine my <laughs> confusion yeah me too well she wakes up in the fucking room tied to the pole you're like oh that must be the filth room right <laughs> that's what i assumed at first yeah yeah and while she's walking around she she notices she looks outside and she's like holy shit we're above the clouds we're flying 
Yeah, I got it. That well, obviously, I understood something was strange at that point. Yeah. But at first, I was like, "How fucking big is this mansion?" Yeah, it's pretty big. And then didn't make sense. But I don't know. You just teleport back and forth through this whole fucking game. You eventually find a fucking butterfly. You run into a bunch of kids. There's a crying girl. There's a weird ghoulish looking kids. I think they're called imps. They have like no facial features and they're all white. And you just you kill one of them with a fork right here. It's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, that's what they call them in the lore, I guess. The yeah. Apes. And you run into this weird silent dude and he gives you a book about clovers or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole bunch of these storybooks, handwritten, drawn storybooks that you they it, they're the levels, I assume. You have to do the things in them, right? Yeah, it's kind of like that's yes. what I, yeah. That's what I got. So she's walking around and she finds a fucking dog all tied up and hung from the ceiling. Very yep. fucked up. Weird shit. She cuts it down, frees him. He becomes a new companion, Brown. Because she gives him the collar she found back in the... Whatever. And he helps find shit. Like, points you in the right direction, all that jazz. And you find some more random-ass kids. You find some keys. <laughs> some random-ass kids. <laughs> well, pretty much. Find this one chubby little girl named Amanda. Bitch. She's got a butterfly. And she's like, ooh, it's my butterfly. I'm going to the, the club. And then you find another butterfly, so you go to the club, too. You're both in line for the club. Hmm. Okay. And there's a part here where she meets a maid, and the maid's, like, yelling at her. So she just runs away. And then later on, you see flashes of the maid getting beaten to death by these fucking imps and shoved under her bed. Yeah, you sure do. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird, and I don't know if you have to fight those imps or something, but... Well, actually, yeah, I do. They do come out, come out with brooms, and you have to fight a whole bunch of them. It was very strange and kind of disturbing. Anyway, back to the room. You get into the, the club room because you finally had a pretty, pretty enough butterfly or whatever. Yeah, you need that. You need that birdie butterfly. And all the kids in the club start bullying you. And they start chanting for this Amanda girl to, <laughs> to poke your face mm-hmm. with a rat on a stick. Yeah. Yeah, chump slaps 100% correct. That is what happened. I know that sounds ridiculous, but nope. No, it, yeah, exactly it happened. what happened. And if you get poked in the face enough, apparently you pass out. So she, there's a lot of passing out and waking up parts of this. She wakes up, she's back in the room, and there's only the boy there. And he's telling, he's asking her, he's like, you remember anything yet? Because once you remember everything, the game's over. And it's like, okay. So now I know what I'm supposed to do in this game is remember shit. <laughs> Which is usually a important important part of the game is you know having an objective or a goal. Yeah. This game's like yeah well we get, we'll get to it like yeah. we'll get to it. It's like here you go now you have to remember. So now you're trying it's going you're starting to put pieces together here. So now oh uh, now it's like May. It started in March now it's May okay so this Amanda leaves you a note she's like hey meet up with me I want to say sorry blah 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 and. Someone sees her saying sorry to you, so they fucking start picking on her. And you find a book. You have to find a rabbit. Now there's a whole rabbit fucking quest. (laughs) And once you find the rabbit, it's in a bloody sack. And the headmaster becomes like a boss here. He's all tied up. He's got his hand in his mouth, and he's got fucking like chains all around him. Very strange looking, but it looked like a cool fight. I don't know. Yeah, the bosses were pretty cool. Yeah, the bosses were cool. Everything I read said the... Actual combat sucked ass, though. Yeah, it kind of looked like it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the original Silent Hill had left a lot to be desired, too. But it was still a great game. Yeah. So you beat him up. You get the fucking rabbit. It's the next thing to get into the club. So you go to this club room. You open the door. And all of a sudden, you're in, like, the middle of the woods. There's a weird fucking ceremony going on. And now everyone's chanting, Jennifer, Jennifer. So you have to take the stick with the rat on it and poke Amanda in the face. Yeah. Get some fucking nice. payback, dude. So you do Otherwise, that. Otherwise, you're, you're not one of the cool kids if you don't do it. <laughs> it's so true. So you do that, and then you see the stick, and you're like, oh, my God, it's, that's a maggot-infested rat. That rat must have been dead for a while now. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want to be hitting a stick with a face. No. And so you, Jennifer passes out again, wakes up in this room, just the boy there again. And he's like, You got these three storybooks, choose them. Does, I don't think it matters what order you choose them or anything, but they're stories. One of them's about a, a bird of happiness, one's about the goat girls, goat sisters, and there's another one about mermaid princess. Now, in the bird, it's it's about like just abusive kids fucking with other children <laughs> and killing their pets. Like one of them, they kill a bird. The second one, I don't know, but there's a dead goat and a grandfather clock. Very strange shit. And and Jennifer gets thrown in a large onion bag, and all the kids eagerly line up to throw bugs in there just to fuck with her. Oh yeah, that was gnarly. Yeah. So she's just going through all this shit where it's. Memories of what these aristocrat, oh, <laughs> the aristocrat club. <laughs> club kids are doing fucked up things to these other kids, and they're blaming the lower rung of the club. Yeah, this right here, I specifically have a note that says, "What the fuck is going on here?" That's what this is. It's all these terrible things that the club did, and then blamed the, lo- the lesser cast in the club for what? Like, there's I don't remember the goat thing. But the mermaid princess is like somebody steals a fish and then ties, like, sews it to half a fucking doll. And then you have to fight a mermaid that's hung from the tail over a bed. I just have in my notes that the dead goat in a clock had a piece of a letter. So yeah, I guess it was just like a puzzle piece. Yeah, thing. you're finding all these pieces of puzzles. And then you put it together and it finishes the storybook. That's what the whole gotcha. levels are. Yeah, these three levels together. Yeah. So this is all weird memories that she has. Well, that she's reliving through this weird... The whole thing's a dream sequence. Well... Kind of. Or whatever. I don't think they actually go into it, but... I don't know. And I think the book is like... When you look at the books that are made, they're all like handmade out of like pieces, just plain pieces of paper stapled together. But they all are made that way. They're all part like trying to tie this whole thing together. Yeah. I don't know if any of those actually exist. Maybe the first one does. But the rest... I think she's just filling in. I think they all exist. I think they're just all her memories, man. See, that's the thing. I could easily make an argument that they don't, and you could easily make an argument that absolutely they do. Yeah, this I read something I saw. I, mean, I watched a video that tried to explain the game, and I, in the, during the wiki reading, they say the books are made by Gregory. Yeah, the big that's what guy. I read, too. Yeah. But were they all of them, or just a couple? Or I don't know. I don't know if these books that she's finding now, or if these are just... Whatever. So... She does all this shit, and now it's June, and she wakes up off the ship in the middle of a rose garden. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. So she walks around. She finds uh, some dude in the house, and he's got a gun up to his head. He's about to kill himself, and then he's like, oh, come with me. 
throws her in the basement bedroom and locks her in there and starts calling her Joshua. And then this Wendy girl mm-hmm. comes to the window and frees Jennifer. And apparently while you're in that room, you find all these letters between Wendy and Joshua. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's a whole... Here's what you find out. <clears throat> Joshua is this man, Gregory's son. And he dies of some type of disease or whatever. So he, Gregory's fucking destroyed. Because Joshua's sure. the only person he had, you know. Makes sense. And... He kidnaps Jennifer as a child because Jennifer is in. Oh my god! This is the this is the whole story. <laughs> yeah, Gen- no, just do it, just do it, because it's right. not going to make sense if we yeah. just keep piecing this together. Jennifer's family is well off, rich, and they're on this fucking airship. The airship crashes. Jennifer's the only survivor as a child. This is I don't know, dozen years ago or so. And, re- and realize they have airship money. Yeah. Well, it's a very extravagant, nice-looking airship. You know, I guess I don't fucking know. But she's, she's crashed. She's the only survivor. Gregory finds her and kidnaps her and keeps her locked in the basement as uh, her, his son's, like, pretends it's her, his son. Yeah. Calls like a her, surrogate or something like yeah, that. Yeah, calls her Joshua, dresses her up like a boy, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And they develop, she develops a relationship with this Wendy girl. Who comes and like gives fucking? They pass notes back and forth. It's a whole love thing. Sure. And Wendy eventually breaks her out and goes to the orphan because Wendy lives at the orphanage and the orphanage is like right next door to this guy's house. So they go to the orphanage and that's how she becomes an orphan that lives at the orphanage when she's a kid. I also thought it was weird that the Wikipedia or one of the entries I read started as she's a nineteen-year-old orphan. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's all you think about when you think of orphan, right? Well, I mean. You're an orphan for life. Yeah, that's true, but... It's true. It's still weird, though. Yeah. Like, if you're 65 and both your parents finally pass away, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm an orphan. Well, like, yeah. Well, I mean, it has to happen when you're a kid, I guess. <laughs> Technically, you are. It's just very strange. Yeah. But that's not here nor there. No. We're not talking about the definition of orphan right now. No. We're talking about when Wendy comes to break Jennifer out of the basement, and they're like, you know what? We should go steal his gun so he can't kill himself. So they do. I don't get that thought process. They didn't want him to hurt himself. They didn't know what he did was so weird and ridiculous at this point, I guess. I don't know. I guess she's like a little kid. She probably and she just got a, it differently. It was a traumatic experience. She lost her whole family in a fucking airship accident. Maybe it, she's like, I guess this is what happens when you lose both of your parents. Yeah, you, get, you, you get abducted. She has no idea. You yeah. get abducted and called Joshua. No frame of reference here. They just change, change your name and shove you in a basement. Yeah. So then after that whole deal, she's back in the airship in that weird room with the boy. And he's just like, I don't know, he says something here, whatever. <laughs> so, oh, yes. Back when she's in the basement of the guy's house, there's a teddy bear there that she gives to Wendy and she trades it for a brooch or whatever. And Wendy calls the bear Joshua because that was her. It's either because that was her name or because Wendy actually knew Joshua before he died. I don't know. Well, we're just naming shit everything Joshua. Because the little kid was named Joshua, which I guess uh, that was the ghost of Joshua. That makes sense now, huh? Uh, I guess. Sort of. Yeah. But anyway, she's back on the airship. And now the fucking, to get into the door, she needs to find the teddy bear. Yeah, because they lost the bear. Yeah, because Wendy's all upset. The bear's gone. So, she finds the bear because this Amanda chick stole it and tried to blame it on Jennifer. 
Amanda really is the worst. She's a piece of shit. She sucks. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Yeah. And if she finds the bear, she'll get a, a red crayon, which levels her up, and she can become a real aristocrat. Mm-hmm. Leveling up is an important part of a girl's life. Mm-hmm. So she finds the bear. She goes to the club, and they're all like, fucking hats off to you, lady. And they tie her up, and they, they color her with crayons. They shove crayons in her mouth. <laughs> And then she passes out again because this is traumatic for her. It'd be traumatic for any one of us, really. Because actually she's getting tied up by imps in this part. It's not the kids anymore for some reason. And she wakes up back in the orphanage. This is November now. And it's back to kind of like the beginning. Because this is the funeral that they're talking about. But you you start just like you did when, like, just wake up again tied up in the filth room. Yeah, Yeah, in the filth room. But you know how to get out. There's a couple... Yeah, but there's a couple, like, resets to this, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't make it clear. No. So she's walking around the orphanage, and she just keeps getting ignored by all the kids. And she's like, what the fuck's going on? Am I a ghost? Why isn't anyone talking to me? And then every time she... I think she's looking for Wendy at this point, or her dog, because the dog's missing. But every time she goes to talk to a kid and they don't talk to her, she turns away, and she gets pegged in the back by a fucking little crumbled-up note. And pretty much the notes are all like, fuck off, die. You suck. Yeah, also, they kept saying, I don't know if it was a translation thing or just they really wanted to emphasize this, but they kept calling her like the unlucky girl. It was yeah. in like all the notes, everything in here. And I desperately tried to find meaning in that somewhere. And I, I think it's just like, oh, this poor unlucky girl yeah, situation. Th- they say she's unlucky and alone. They say it all the time. Yeah. And everything that happens in the entire story, she just ends up unlucky and alone. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole nother part to the aristocrat club that said, if you don't do what they ask, the way they'd kill you is by sticking this thing called stray dog on you, which is a monster that Wendy made up. If you don't do your If you don't do what, yeah. If you don't offer them the gifts, there's... So, she gets pushed down the stairs, blah, blah, blah. She goes, and now... This this got weird here. I don't understand. (laughs) The aristocrats kidnapped her dog and beat, killed it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the whole funeral was about. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she that's has a. F- she finally puts that together that that was her dog when she was a kid. Because we find out. Well, later she finds the dog in a. Well, okay, whatever. But they put the dog in a sack, beat it to death, and they did this because Wendy was feeling jealous that Jennifer was always with the dog and not with Wendy anymore. Because Wendy loved her or whatever, you know, kid shit. And they decided that if she stole the dog and killed it, that Jennifer would come back to the club and be the princess or the prince. I don't know which one she was. But once Jennifer finds out that that's the dog, she beats the shit out of Wendy. Wendy cries, runs away. Yeah, she starts slapping people at this point. (laughs) Fucking finally. It was about time. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, she's been fighting people the whole game. But still, at this point, I was like, fucking awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. So she beats Wendy. Wendy disappears. She just runs out the orphanage. All the other kids are like, okay, sorry. How about you become the leader of the aristocrats? We need somebody to guide us, lead us on. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we need a new game. This whole stray dog thing that Wendy made up was bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And before Jennifer could even say anything, one of the kids looks out the window like, oh, my God, Wendy's back. So they look out the window, and Wendy's walking with fucking Gregory from before. The guy. Sure. So apparently Wendy goes 
pretends to be Joshua, fucks with Gregory's head, turns him into this fucking monster and convinces him to come to the orphanage and threaten the kids. But when he gets to the orphanage, he kills all the children except Jennifer. He kills the fucking <laughs> everybody at the orphanage. <sighs> so what? Okay, no, just wrap it up. All right, yeah, we'll yeah, we're questions. almost there. We're almost there. Hold on. We'll get to questions after. So, yeah, when he came back with Stray Dog, she's dressed like Jonathan or Joshua. Stray Dog kills everybody. You have a fight, boss fight, Jennifer and Stray Dog. You eventually get him down enough where he's he thinks Jennifer's Joshua, and you offer the gun to him. He kills himself. I don't know if it's because he figured out what happened. He had a moment of lucidity or whatever. But then there's a little section after that where there's a flashback to Jennifer finding the puppy. Right. And that's the fucking end of the game, I think. Mm -hmm. So, okay, fine. My first question. Right. When Gregory killed all these people, was that real? Yes, in the past. Because that's the whole, like, now she's a, she's got this survivor syndrome now from two different very traumatic events in her life. Yeah. I mean, she's the definition of an unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like she really because we're going through this whole story, and a lot of like the we like the real weird fantastical parts like the, it, it was the headmaster and she was defeating him, mm-hmm. and it was obviously modeled off of him in some kind of fucking Silent Hill universe, and that was like her way of processing the trauma, right? Or how she remembers it, or how real it felt to her when she was a kid. But my problem, I just couldn't figure out when that what was real versus what was just her living in a memory. Yeah, I know it was very pretty like. Sh- did she pretty really, sure it all happened? Did she really? Did she cut a fish in half and sew it to a doll, and then, and then blame that other girl for it? Oh, I don't see why not. Did she really join the club? And I think the crayon part was real because they were talking about the red crayon. Then like, yeah, that was how I you think- got into the club. From what I understand, Jennifer and Wendy started the club, and they were prince, princess and prince. Mm-hmm. Was Wendy the head, like, bad chick, the bad girl? No, she was, was in, like, Red? No, was she wasn't friend. the one who was through the whole story. You know what I'm talking about? The one that was always, like, all sneaky looking and shit? Right. Okay. She just showed up at, like, the end when she finally started remembering, right? <laughs> I don't I know who so. the other girls I mean- were. I think they, yeah, because I, I didn't hear any names. I think I just read in the in the wiki that the main evil girl that was, like, orchestrating all the punishments and stuff, that was Diane. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who she was, where she no. fit in. So, okay. So, in, the, in the, the, the timeline of the story, there was Jennifer being in a rich family. Mm-hmm. They, they get on the airship. The right. airship crashes, and she's the only survivor. Then, the guy that lives next to the orphanage, Gregory, who just coincidentally lost his son and is going through a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. kidnaps her, well, or claims her, takes her, whatever, uh, and then raises her to be Joshua. It's only a couple months here. Okay, so it's had. only a couple months yeah. she's, she's quote-unquote Joshua. Right. So then, Wendy breaks her out. Yes, I don't know if, like, that's the part, I don't know if Wendy and Joshua, the actual Joshua... Had a relationship for a while, and she just thinks it's Joshua, or well, knows it could be that know. Gregory was just an asshole, and even with his real Joshua, he just shoved him in the basement. Yeah, so now yeah. it's just another kid's in the basement now, right? And Wendy's a little kid, like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, and this this one wants to get out, so she helps her out or whatever. Oh, that might explain why Wendy turns on her because it's like you're not the Joshua who is my best friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe because because she's not literally right. She's a right. different person. 
And that's why she calls the teddy bear Joshua, because it's like, oh, that's more Joshua than you. And then, so Jennifer gets busted out or gets out from Gregory mm-hmm. and then lives at the orphanage for a while? Yeah, just mm-hmm. like out of the blue, they allow her in the orphanage. Like, they don't try to find her parents or anything. I got to imagine that just kids show up at their doorstep. It was 1930, like, oh, I guess. Yeah. So. yeah. For sure. You think there's a lot of paperwork and bureaucracy involved? In <laughs> yeah, I doubt yeah. it. You're right. Because this headmaster, this headmaster was a real piece of shit. Yeah. There's. And then, so yeah. then when Gregory found out, he went to the orphanage and fucking killed everybody. Wendy fucked with him by pretending to be Joshua yeah. and made him do that. Oh, okay. I missed that part. That's good to know. That's a big piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, when, they, when they're like, hey, it's Wendy. She's walking back. And then they see it. They're like, oh my God, that is stray dog. He was real. Because that was like their boogeyman. Man. Yeah. And she was dressed like Joshua. And then she takes off the wig and she's like, hey, yeah. it's me, he's Wendy. like, hey, you're not Joshua. Well, that was Wendy. And then Wendy yeah. gets grabbed by, oh, he's like, yeah, you're not Joshua when he kills her. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's right. fucking wild. I think that, I think we got it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's the game. We did it. I think we got most of it. We got the highlights. Uh, so right. let's just go ahead and move into our final thoughts. Let's fucking do it, man. All right. And you want to start, Dr. Scientist? You want to give this one a go? Why don't you? Okay, I'll go, but I just I don't remember what I'm supposed to answer here. I got it. Oh, do you? Do you? Yeah. Did this game make you want to lay down a couple bills? I should have just went. Was the story pretty good, or was it hard to swallow pills? And out of 27 stars, where does this go on the hill? Perfect. Poetry. <laughs> Poetry. You. Thank you. Uh, this one's tough because I it, it's one of those games where if you play it and you read the journals, it makes probably makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. I still think it was confusing to some people. I I, I was confused by the whole video. Oh, yeah, me for too. sure. But yeah, because I, I had to read the wiki to try and piece together what the fuck was going on. And that did help a lot. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, I was pretty confused in what was happening because I mean, I watched the video. I knowing I knew nothing about this game at all going in. Mm hmm. So I just took everything literally, and yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, this is a weird vibe for a game, but cool. So with Silent Hill, this game looks sick. And then I'm going through, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so as like I got into it, read the wiki, it made a lot more sense. But as I've set precedent before in the past, I'm not a big fan of games where I have no idea what's going on, and I can only understand it if I read all the lore in the game. So it's right. going to lose some points there. Right, okay. But, God, what was even our first question? So do you want to play it? <laughs> do I want to play it? Um, well, you said the combat was a mess. Yeah, I completely just blanked on our first something question. About, something about the fucking p- bills? Yeah, you want to... Something about bills. You want to drop $300 on this game? Uh, no. Um, if I knew it might increase a lot in value, maybe, but no, probably not. Uh, but would I play it? I don't think so. Uh, there's just way too much newer, cooler stuff that I don't have time for. But I guess in an infinite timeline... Where I had nothing but time to play games, sure. I'd well, then you'd play, you'd play every game. <laughs> That's a good it's point. Infinite. That's a real good point. If I if time didn't exist like it does here, I'd play every game that ever existed. Yeah. So this one, in, in that list of every game that ever existed, this one's like closer to the top than the bottom, but still in that middle area. All right. Fair, fair. Uh, did the story work for me? Like I said, you got to read a lot of lore for this to make sense. So overall, I'm going to say no, but I really like that they made it fucking weird. I like that it was more like an art film. It was artistic. It was it was open to interpretation. I mean, we're still sitting here trying to figure out what was real and what wasn't mostly me. Yeah, just and, uh, 
So I I don't think I can give it like a massive score like some of the other stuff we did, but I think it's respectable. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna go with an eight. I think an eight's a fair number. That's fair. Out of twenty seven stars, of course, as we do every week. Right, right. So with that being said, now it's your turn, Doctor Scientist. Mm-hmm. So um, so Doctor Scientist. <laughs> Did watching this video make you want to take this game at bat? (laughs) Did the story work for you, or do we need to clean this shit up at the laundromat? (laughs) What score out of 27 stars do you think you would give this game if you were a diplomat? Every week, I don't think you can do any worse. (laughs) I just keep... Surprising you. Yep. Yeah. I never thought he'd use diplomat. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know where that came I'm from. I'm not even sure it made sense. That doesn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Would I play it? Probably not. Not in these kind of games. Right. Did the story work for me? I think it was all right. I think the classic horror type of uh, dealing with your trauma thing. Story. Yeah. Seen it a million times. Yeah. She's been through a lot and she's an adult trying to go through and process it. Kind of like the park. Yeah. And there's a bunch of other games we did. Yeah, like that yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only one that popped sure. in my head. I can't believe you remembered that one. <laughs> I know. That's an interesting choice. Because I did that one, too. That was my choice. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I was a little bit confused. Read the wiki. It makes more sense. I guess if they don't tell you that she actually lived through these things, that it kind of uh, is hard to con- determine what's going on. But it's because the video I watched didn't go through all that stuff. Yeah. Sure. But I think the story is pretty good. I mean, it's fucked up. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure she actually went through all this. Just Yeah, we're led to believe she did. Yeah. Which is, I don't know why Papa Scotch is confused, but... And it just... I mean, it's kind of almost ridiculous in a way that she's been through this much trauma. It's a, yeah, her fucking airship just so happens to land close... Or crash close to the worst yeah the worst guy and then she ends up at an orphanage with a bunch of people who end up hating her and killing her dog and then then some guy breaks in and kills everybody except her yeah right and she knows the guy yeah yeah (laughs) it was the guy who kidnapped her yeah what are the odds and then leaves her alive yeah i mean other than that it was pretty good (laughs) (laughs) sure sure but that that is actually my only it's too calm i think if it was more if it relatable, was just the orphanage. If it was more relatable to people who are playing it and stuff. But I mean, how many people are going to, I guess, being being orphaned and then own an orphanage, but then also surviving a mass murderer doesn't happen to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's my only problem with it. But otherwise, it was pretty decent. Uh, it's pretty fucked up. I, crayons taste like shit. That would be the worst part. <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like it. Uh, compared to other games, I think it's better than the park, so I'll we'll score it higher than it. I'll give it nine stars. Oh, oh, there you go. It's a thirty-three percent. Damn, which is That's pretty damn good. Here. Right on. Yeah, my confusion was really between like the whole thing was her processing trauma. So did she really find a fucking goat head in a clock, or was that just her way of processing? That's where my confusion. Yeah, was. she didn't fight a fucking real mermaid as a kid, so you know you don't know that. Yeah. I do know that because <laughs> I mean they go into it, it. Then she would definitely be the most unlucky girl she had to play. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, well then let's get to uh, you there, Sir Chumpslap. Vasa. So oh, uh, <laughs> I'll just try to to make this quick. Did this video make you want to see the devil? 
Oh, geez. <laughs> was the story, did the story work for you, or was it not on the level? Nice. And what score nice. <laughs> out of 27 stars you think would balance the bevel? Do you know what a bevel is? Nope, nope, don't. Isn't it like a, a, like a rounded edge? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought level, and I wanted to say level, and then I just said bevel. <laughs> oh, yeah, level makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes a million times more sense than bevel. All right, do I want to play it? You know, I read somewhere they're, they're thinking about make, remaking it. I'd play that. I wouldn't play this. A, because I don't have two, $300 to drop on a fucking Japanese version of a game. <laughs> That's true. Then you'd have to translate it. Oh, buddy. Yeah. B, I'm not sure my PlayStation 2 even works anymore. But I, I, I might throw down on a fucking emulated version or something. Okay. Did the story work for me? Now, as far as what I could figure out, <laughs> I guess it works. I mean, how did everyone die and she walks away unscathed on a fucking air, no. airship crash? I mean, I, it happens, but... And this poor guy who lost, lost his kid. And I believe he's the one who wrote all these little books. And that's why she thinks in the books form. I don't know. Yeah. No, he did, he did write those books. I did read that. Yeah, he, was, he wrote them for Joshua because he was dying or whatever. So yeah. he was giving him stories. And the fact that... Apparently, her and Wendy did all this fucked up shit to these kids. I mean, it makes sense because she was in this very traumatic situation and she's just dealing with it the only way she knows how as a child. Mm -hmm. But you don't really know she's the one doing it unless I don't even know if she is the one doing it or if it's just something I put together or if Wendy's the total asshole. I don't know. Yeah. How much was she the victim in that aristocrat club? That's. Yeah. I don't know. Because if, she was if the you victim just watch or... the video, she was tortured horribly by those other girls yeah but then you find out she well, started it and was a princess in it. well yeah she was in it and then when she got the dog she kind of like fell off from yeah she stopped doing it and then that whole ignoring thing actually happened yeah. when she was a kid because none of the wendy just I don't know. wendy's the real piece of shit here okay so fuck when, wendy yeah so when she dies you feel okay about it but all the other kids die too so and apparently the fucking the mat the quarter what does it his name I want to say quartermaster, but that's not it. The guy in charge of the fucking orphanage. Headmaster? Headmaster. There we yeah. Thank you. There's a lot of hinting towards him molesting these children shit and all that stuff, too. Yeah, he, I don't he, know that He one. did not make their life easier. No. That's for yeah, sure. Because there's a time when she opens the door and she sees him on a bed with a girl and she closes the door quick and then opens it again and it's a different room. And the way he's just touching some of them when he's talking to them and stuff, it's very fucking creepy. So all that's all strange. I mean, the whole fucking thing's just a wild fucking mind fuck. So I thought that was neat. And out of 27 <laughs> stars, you know, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to go one higher than you guys. And just okay. because they tried something very strange. I don't even know if the story we put together is what they meant to do or not. Could be all lost in translation. Could be all weird. Mm -hmm. But... They tried something really cool, and there's real fucked up shit going on here, and that's that's my jam. So, ten. Well, that gives that gives us a score of twenty seven, which is definitely on the higher end of this year. That's <laughs> damn sure. Right. Uh, just to give you an idea of what kind of games are around that, we gave GGA Vice City a twenty three. Oh, okay. Same game, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe we got so close. Dead Rising, we gave a twenty five. Uh, was that the... Yeah, that was the zombie one. Yeah. Okay. 
And then, I mean, that's, that's the only ones. Saints Row 2, we gave it 23. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's it's unique. It's a fucked up weird game, and it's unique. So, Absolutely. So uh, with that, now that we've discussed our final score, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist 90s album, Lock of the Week. He's got the jam. He's got the jam of the 90s. Yeah, he's got it. Every week we <laughs> that was yes, Doctor Scientist. That was that was pretty good. I like that for intro. One hundred percent guaranteed amazing nineties album, and he's never let us down. This week, Doctor Scientist, what do you got for us? Uh, we got an album released on September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one. Ooh, an early one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's gonna be a tough one. I don't know if you guys know it. Ten years early. Okay. Ten, ten years early. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> September eleventh. One of the members of this group is dead now, but sublime <laughs> when he, uh, when, before they recorded this album, he was only 19 and he was thinking about not pursuing his rap career. Rap. He said, yes. And then the other, one of the other members of this group found him on a train leaving Manhattan and said, yo, I'd like to see you on our next album, but you really got to take it serious. And then he kind of like woke up. He's like, all right, I got to do this. And then they released one of the greatest albums in rap history. <laughs> a group. Yes. From New York. And it's, what was the f- NWA? Hold on. I was going to give you more clues. Nah, they're from, from New York? They're from fucking LA, dude. Uh, California. Yes. Compton. All right. It was declared uh, one of the greatest albums in rock his- rap history. Broke major ground and pushed the envelope, uh, influencing many artists such as Most Def, The Roots, Pharrell, Outkast, Kanye West, Common, D'Angelo, Logic, Kendrick Lamar, Nas. And Dr. Dre, who produced his solo debut album after being inspired by this one. His solo debut? Well, it was The Chronic. Oh, I thought he produced no. this guy. No, he produced his own okay. solo. Okay. After being inspired by this. Is it a group or an artist? It's a group. Well, they're both the same. Yeah. I mean, Oh, uh, both the same. Well, I mean, an artist and a group can be... Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. No. Uh, I think that was the 80s. Tony, 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 Tony. Biggie. Notorious no. B.I.G. No, nope. that was way after. You, know, you want the, the lyric? Because I don't know if let's, you're going to get it even. It. Oh, my God. I can't even say this. Can I get a hit? Boom, bit with a brother named and we're ready to flip. I don't want to say his name because you might get it. East Coast stomping, ripping, romping. New York, North Cake, Alaka, and Compton. Check a check a check it out. The loops from the troops. More bonus to the ounce. And wow, wow, now, wow, now, wow, brown cow. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn. Uh, I, I, nah, I have no it. fucking idea. The album is The Low End Theory by a tribe called Fuck Quest. Hey, I was going to say that. Oh, we should have got that. Before it was hard. It was hard to get a clue. <sighs> like, I was trying to find trivia on it. And I was like, I'll just go on who did it influence. I was like, I don't know. God damn it. I missed a point there. Easy one. Well, my, my problem was when you were saying the influences, you just rattled off all the guesses I was going to do. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's New York, I think Nas. I think Biggie. I think... Uh, Maybe even the Beastie Boys, yeah. which was going to be my guess, but then you <laughs> yeah. shut that down real quick. But yes, Man. it's a fantastic album. I remember finding it because I needed to fill out my Columbia Records order. Oh, nice. When you ripped them off for a penny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you, you, like, you stamp, the it was like a the stamp, thing. right? And no, you, you had to tape a, a penny to the thing and then send it and in. mail it. Yeah. yeah. You had to spend then you got your 10 free albums. Back when stamps were 25 cents. I yeah. mean, for the time, that was still a deal. Yeah. It's a deal now. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's 
10 albums for a penny, and then what was it? You had to buy like three in the next three years? Yeah, I think we've all like went through Columbia House at some point, right? Yeah, nobody's ever bought the other ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just took those 10 free ones and sent Does Not Live Here or something. Undeliverable. Oh, dude, I didn't do that. I just kept subscribing and then didn't have money to buy albums, so it would just keep pushing. And then eventually I'd forget to send the thing back and whatever album got delivered. That oh, yeah, that's three. right. You had to send it back and decline the album. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Oh, but anyway, you should listen to Low End Theory by <laughs> the Tribe Called Quest. You really don't have to. That was the first thing I did when I went to college was <laughs> fill out one of those, get free discs. It was great. Well, with that being said, the dope <laughs> Tribe Called Quest album, The Low End Theory, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Chop Slaps. Who would win in a fight? Ding, ding. Who would win in a fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every week, we ask Chump Slap three who would win the fight questions, one from the game we just talked about, one from gaming in general, and one from history or celebrity. This game, I don't think there's a pairing that's really great, so let's just say that <laughs> yeah. the Headmaster versus Gregory. Gregory. Headmaster's a little bitch. He'd get his ass stomped if Gregory didn't, I don't know, feel sorry for himself and just not fight. Yeah, I didn't want to do, like, kid v. kid. <laughs> Amanda's going to stomp everybody. I mean, that was a softball. But you know what isn't a softball? This next one from gaming in general. Mm-hmm. Who would win between Pac-Man and Pikachu? <laughs> I assume Pikachu, but I don't know if Pac-Man picking up a power pellet would be able to eat Pikachu. Pikachu's not a ghost-type Pokemon. <sighs> what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, otherwise, it's an easy Pikachu, but if the power pellet worked, I'd have to go with Pac-Man. Well, even, right. no, Pikachu's pretty fast, though, right? I have no idea. The only There's only one person here that knows anything about Pokemon, and he's standing He's by. not answering, so let's go with Pac-Man. Yeah, that's a foolish answer. Yeah, good for you. That's what you get for not telling me if Pikachu's fast or not. <laughs> so then, he is. from he's Celebrity, oh. really big heavyweight fight in the world of 90s solo artists. Okay. Sting versus Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a tough one. I don't know. So I you mean, think famously, I'm going to say Sting. Famously, Sting has endurance from all that tantric sex he's been talking about. Yeah, but Phil Collins is pretty fucking cool. He wrote Sledgehammer. I mean, and in the air tonight? Come on. And he's been bald his entire life. That's but. tough. That makes you harder. <laughs> it does. I'm going to go with Phil Collins. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Phil Collins will kick Sting's ass. Well, uh, let's say someone had a whole bunch of fan fiction involving Sting and Phil Collins in whatever situation that maybe Chumpslap wants to read about. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chumpslap? Well, you send that to plottytimeatgmail.com. I'll read and respond and also send some suggestions or whatever if you want. Perfect. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials with maybe an explanation of what the fuck happened in this game, or if we were close or way off, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or Twitter or stop by the subreddit and give us a picture of, I don't know, Papa Scotch beating Bobby Fischer in chess. <laughs> with a chessboard. Yeah, I didn't mean like beating yeah. him in chess, yeah. beating him with the chess. <laughs> Perfect. And then you can also go on YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. You can go to our uh, storefront at plottytime.com, which redirects you to eBay, which is legit. That's fine. Buy stuff there. It's totally fine. The mugs uh, are pretty nice. 
But that does it for us. So as always, shout out to Blaine J, Drago the Slago, Hamman, and our hero, Louise Guzman. Keep Goons. playing video games. Don't trust Dr. Scientists. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.